Hola, guys. This is Josh Blake of the Painter Files Podcast, as you well know. I hope you're well. I hope things are beautiful. Uh, I got a bunch of adventures to tell you about. I'll see you soon. Look at this. I found out uh, recently, to change the topic from what we were talking about before, I found out recently that someone who I used to date a very long time ago before I met Alec uh, died of COVID, actually. Wow. Like, we weren't friends or anything like that. It wasn't like we had stayed buddies, we hadn't communicated. I don't know. 15 years, maybe, I don't know, it was a long time, a long time ago, but uh, yeah, she died of COVID, it was kind of crazy, not too much younger than I am, honestly, probably somewhere around like 36, maybe, and it was just trippy, because it, it got me in contact, it got me back in contact with an old friend of mine, we were like thick as thieves, and then we kind of fell out. And it wasn't really about the, uh, it wasn't really about her, but it was just, he and I were on two different paths. He got kind of injured in a car accident, and he disappeared for a while, and then when he came back, we were just kind of on two different, we were on different direct. we were going different directions. But it was, uh, it was really kind of uh, strange. It's a strange feeling. When someone you know, but you're not really close to, not really friends with, passes of something, they they join the group of people of that, the maskless 500,000. Like, it's like a, it's like a game of, of guess who, and you pull the door back, and it's a face you know. Wow. It's weird because it reminds me slightly of like... Reminds me slightly of like all the different artists that I followed throughout life. Who, they were, they existed during plagues and famine, disease and war and all these things. And I have to imagine there were moments like that for them where the next day somebody was just gone I mean it's not uncommon amongst life in general for some of us but I don't know it's a lot it is just a lot thank everybody who's been writing me emails by the way like this is really great we get a lot of kind of information going back and forth and like we get to bounce ideas and it's just it's just so beautiful you know like there's there's so much going on in the world and then to actually get to have like real human conversations with people 
particularly some of you who I consider some of my favorite people in the world. Um, I don't know, Galeras. Um, so, I had an interesting discussion with a friend who said um, a lot of people are very, like, the topics sometimes that we speak of about social issues are very strong and powerful, but there are some times where some of you are completely closed off and you live in like very small tight-knit communities. So like you never see any of these things because you only really see your, especially since COVID and all this stuff, like you've only really even seen just yourselves and maybe a very, very short list of individuals. And you know, it's not that you don't know that these things are going on. Like you're very aware and you're empathetic and you're et cetera. But like you don't have, you 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 want like solutions and stuff to help figure out how to fix, how to how to help. I don't know if fix is the right word because like I don't know that fixing is something that you could do, but how to address it and work with it and do stuff like that. Um, so. Maybe we should do, like, projects, you know? Maybe we should put things together and figure out things and go about trying to understand ways that we can feel better connected. Because I think connectivity is really kind of the reason why a lot of people kind of let these things go past them. You know? So... Uh, I'm trying to figure out like ways to that we can all kind of help each other and be better people. Because I know I, sometimes I just say be better. But be better is so open-ended. Maybe it needs to be more specific. Uh, I don't necessarily need you to give money to anything. Like I feel like money is one of those things that... Money is great, but when you come from a place where the government is not necessarily positive, giving money can sometimes just be a way for a government to steal that money from those places. So instead, I would say, do like a book drive or something. Do like a can drive, a book drive. When I was younger, we used to do all these like charity events when I was in college. We used to get, like, we'd go to, like, thrift stores and stuff like that, and we would buy, we would buy, um, hard suitcases from all these, like, little kind of, uh, thrift stores and, like, um, Goodwills and Salvation Armies and stuff like that. And then we would paint them, and then we would donate them to orphanages during the holidays so that the kids would have stuff to move with, and they could have personal, personal, like, things, you know? Because a lot of times they move those kids and they move them in trash bags. And they don't even have a lot of stuff. Like, you know, it's like a couple of shirts, a couple of shorts, a couple of pants, a pair of shoes, maybe a book, you know? It's not a lot. So, those were the types of things that we used to do. I don't know if all of you are artistic, so (laughs) I don't know if that works as a thing. But, um, we gotta figure out something, you know? We gotta figure out something. We gotta figure out a way to maybe, like, raise awareness or... I don't know, maybe even raise money for some type of charity or something. 
I gotta find something that I know is really good that we can kind of stand with and try and try and help together. Because I think these are the moments that are super important. Like a blanket drive, or like I said, a can drive, or a jacket drive, or something of that nature. Like we've all got stuff we don't use anymore and we don't have space for. We should donate those things. And maybe that'll help, you know? Find a community that is in need and donate, donate your time, donate your supplies, donate your food, donate your, you know, you can donate your money, but I think the thing to do is figure out a way to to help people in need. Help those who need you. Always, uh, all right, here's the thing that's actually just run across me. Uh, the next time you see someone get pulled over and it looks kind of weird, I want you to pull over and just sit there. In a perfect world, when one person gets pulled over five to 10 cars, pull right over beside them and they just wait. They just wait to make sure that everybody gets home safe. No matter where you stand on said spectrum of police brutality or any other type of thing that I won't recommend. Um, Yeah, that would be that would be the huge thing for me. If you see some type of injustice that you feel is going on in our justice system, I implore you to sit there and just be a bystander. Be a witness. Be support. A friend of mine named Chuck, who's a reporter, they do a thing called jail support. Jail support is this amazing project where it's after someone spends a spent does their sentence in jail they are met by the community by clapping and food and clothing and etc and this is just you've done your time you've served you've you made your mistake you've 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 essentially done all the things that people expect you to do legally as far as like taking dealing with it and whatnot because a lot of these people like they get out and they don't have anything they don't have family they don't have homes they don't have clothing they don't have food they don't have anything so that would be it donate your clothes donate old clothes donate food donate just just to say you know the same energy that people put towards clapping at nurses arriving at the hospitals every day like give the same to the people who are like they're coming back into your communities. They're they're trying to essentially be better than they were. Support that. Like when you when you make it so someone who feels like they have nothing feel like they are welcomed and they have something. Like you could change their whole world. Their whole outlook. Give them that opportunity to 
more. If you're a, if you're an employer, I mean, by all means, hire those people. Let them work those jobs that you hired teenagers to work. Because you know you need somebody to bag groceries and change oil and clean whatever. Like, give them a chance to just be a person again. I mean, if I had my way, I'd adopt every single one of those poor little kids that is that they keep saying they can't find homes for, or parents, or anything for, who are locked in cages. I'd figure out a way to help all of them. Not sure just how yet, but I will. I'd love to raise money for them. That would be incredible. I just gotta figure out which places actually would give the money to them. So much work, but it's good work. So, sometimes you guys actually ask me really studious artist questions. Like, what type of temperature do I use when I fill my glasses so that I can do ink washes? It's not an interesting question to me, but I can see how, if you're starting out, it's like one of those questions you want to know. Um, So I take one glass like the true uh, crow murder that I am, I take some pasta glass, some pasta jars, and then I fill them with water. Uh, One glass is typically full of like warm, but still kind of cool water. And the other one is typically full of cold water. I use the cold water to kind of wet my brush when I want to get it started when I want to do like a good wash and then when I want to do a good ink wash and then when I want to kind of get my colors to lighten a little more I use the warm and I notice the warm kind of spreads a little better it takes the it takes the ink and it kind of helps it dilute a little stronger Uh, when I want to do like a, a hard color I use typically like the cold and yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. This is called the painter files, but I don't honestly know that that is interesting to anyone. Uh, with a lot of my papers, I typically, if you're not sure that masking, uh, masking tape is going to work well, I oftentimes do like a sample of just ink in shapes and then I try and see after I let it dry for like an hour I typically don't let it sit longer than that I used to let it sit overnight when I had a different paper but with uh, a lot of the papers I use that are cold pressed you don't really want to do that because it kind of it slowly bonds into the fibers and it rips so And that happens with each paper you use. So every time you choose a different type of paper, you want to try to, you know, just test it out first. These are your painter tips. Enjoy. So I get that 
a hilarious bad story happened this morning where I'm feeding the dog, Maul, the sleepiest of all dogs, and Tom, the boy cat, the funniest of all my boy cats I've ever had, runs over because Maul likes to take food, likes to take food and then uh, put it on the ground before she eats it. She takes it out of her bowl and does that. And you don't think anything about it at first, except for the fact that it's kind of gross. And then Tom runs up, grabs a big old chunk of wet food, and just shoots off. So I have to chase Tom through the house. I run into, like, baby gates and all types of stuff we have to kind of separate them when we're not around. Um, and because Tom has cat teeth, naturally, he's a cat, he can't actually chew any of the food fast enough. So he's just got a big blob of spitty cat saliva dog food in his mouth. So I get that out of his mouth. Uh, Mo is gross, so she's unfazed by this completely. So I simply just take the food in my hand, give it to the dog. The dog eats her food. I have to do this because she takes like a liver medicine. And with the liver medicine, you have to kind of make sure you have to make sure she eats like an hour afterwards. So it's a full morning, you know, you make yourself a cup of coffee and the next thing you know, you're cat wrangling and uh, pulling slimy bits out of, uh, of dog food out of cat mouths. And thus how my mornings basically start every single day. By the way, all that happens at like six in the morning. So look at this. I have been working relatively hard recently trying to get a lot of the old contracts I had before the pandemic happened. So it's not working out so far, but I feel like that's kind of at a turning point. Like it's gonna get back to the point where it was where they want murals and they want programs for arts and they, they want all this stuff, but it's just slow, which is miserable because slow is horrible. <laughs> But, you know, making prints, painting lots of stuff, trying to work on t-shirt stuff, trying to figure out what designs I actually want and then how to make them so that they print well on shirts. Uh, it's interesting. I'm seeing a lot of kind of concepts and stuff like that that really interest me. But, you know, like I said, I'm working on it. I don't really know exactly how to do all of this stuff because, you know, I'm a fine arts painter i don't i don't really work digitally very much um alec is of course an amazing digital artist and i've even contemplated trying to get her to do it for me but then i'm like eh. but i want it to be my style and so like you can't really you can't really have somebody else do it and then like i guess you could have someone else do it in the style of what you do but it's like one that's not what she does two that's not really what i wanted one was going for so it's coming along it's always kind of just coming along as I make myself my espresso coffee at 4 30 in the afternoon <laughs> you know it's just interesting because like I'm making all this work I'm trying to you know up my up my uh what's the word my footprint 
Yeah, that feels right. Uh, and, you know, I am to some extent. I watched a bunch of videos and I read a bunch of books and they said all types of stuff around the lines of, you know, you gotta try and post two times a day and all types of stuff like that and social media. And for the first couple of days, I totally did that. And then naturally completely dropped off and failed. Um, I've gotten back to at least doing like one every three days, which is more feasible for me. Like it's, it's more kind of a time frame in which I can really do that and get things done. So I'm trying to do that. I just don't want to post just anything because I feel like there's this weird aspect of trying to look busier than you are because that's kind of the the faux pas of of social media a lot of people they just take lots of photos and then they slow post them as it goes i'm using the mic feature on my iphone to type a lot of things so i feel like my my um what's the word Mm. I feel like my words are a little more like me now when I write them as kind of details underneath all my art. So if you've been following me on on um, Patreon, uh, which you should, then you'd see that like, yeah, I'm getting a little more kind of detailed in what I'm trying to say. And it doesn't feel like it's like small in its descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I said anything in that. It's just you try to get a bunch of stuff done, you know? You wanna you wanna have these really bold grasping statements with your work. And sometimes you really just don't have that much to say. I think there is kind of a bit of an issue with because I, I write in three languages, it's kind of difficult sometimes to remember the spelling for every single thing. So sometimes the grammar's wrong or the spelling is off. So I have to kind of look very strongly at that to make sure it doesn't sound like I'm an idiot, <laughs> I guess. I wonder sometimes when I write things and they don't come out right, like, do I talk like that? And I just don't realize that is my way of speaking. In my head, like, it sounds different than what it actually is. It's kind of thing kids ask people who speak foreign languages, who, who come from foreign lands, who speak foreign languages first. It's like, when you speak, when you think in your head, do you think in Spanish or do you think in English? Do you think in Portuguese? And, you know, and you're like, I don't, I don't know. I speak in all of them, so I think in all of them. It depends on what it, what it is. It's, uh, if, if I'm muy cansada, which is, like, tired... Um, then it's, it depends, honestly. It's, it's sometimes it's, it's the words that mean the most with the least, which is kind of something you see in a lot of like Latin languages. We have, um, we have words that describe entire feelings where like in English, sometimes you have to kind of ramble on to get that. So it's just interesting. I'm trying to figure everything out. I got to hang out with Jenna, or as, as she is known by, by me in our, in our pen pal service, uh, Wakanda. And <laughs> we, we just had a lot of fun. It was me, her, and Alec, and we, we, hang around, we hung out, we had coffee, we just 
shoot the shit, you know? It was really nice to just see her again. I haven't seen that kid in like a year and a half. I uh, dropped off a painting. It's very beautiful. Um, and it's just nice. It's nice to, you know, now that we have, we've all been vaccinated and most of us are very careful. Uh, if you're vaccinated and you're kind of like hanging out in huge groups, like I've got to be honest, I'm still going to wear a mask around you. Um, but if you're one of those vaccinated people like myself and my wife who, you know, we're not really around a lot of people anyways, I don't feel so bad like being close to you. It's just I feel like there's there's too many things that are un unknown right now the fact that we all have to get boosters in like six months is kind of scary because it took so long to get my first round of shots so i'm a little nervous but maybe that's normal i hope that's normal it's normal for me um alex really getting into like these really kind of gorgeous hard uh charcoal pencils as she does as she does sketches before she does her digital work and it's really kind of it's brought us closer in a lot of ways because like in her art she's got like this very digital kind of she's got this digital style that's really really beautiful uh blazy blake you can find her on all social medias as blazy blake um and yeah it's just really amazing to see all of it and we're like shop talking and we're figuring out things and She's doing all this really cool work with like these AEW wrestlers uh, who do like D&D. So she's doing illustrations for them. And they had this thing called uh, online called uh, Black Fay Month Day. It was like Black Fay Day, I think it was, or week or month. And she did all these like illustrations of these beautiful black cosplayers who did like fairy feel type stuff. Um, Maki Roll was one of them. Ashley Dragonfly. Uh, Ashley Mika, these are all like really great ones she did. And I'm just, I'm just so proud, you know? It's so beautiful to be this like strong arts couple. So yeah, you, you, you figure out the funny things about life is that like you're really happy in the moments of just creative bliss. And I didn't think I was going to leave you without having, like, our meditation thing we do every week. Um, for those who didn't notice, I did put out a single episode that was just literally just a meditational piece, which you could just go back to and listen to and do all these things. But uh, one of the great things I loved about the meditation piece was I had a couple conversations with some of you, and you really loved, like, the beach aspect. You said you sat on the beaches for long periods of time with your toes in the sand. So let's go back to that, you know? Let's get back to that. So, I want you to concentrate on your breathing again. I want you to take a deep breath. I'd like to welcome everybody to the meditation corner of the painter files. I hope you're comfortable. Um, I want you to just kind of recline wherever you are. Even if you're in a seat, just kind of lay back, relax, go boneless. Let yourself just be one with your surroundings. Sink into the floor, so to speak. Just a deep breath. 
and then let it out. So the last time we were doing this, like I said, we were on the beach. So let's go back to the beach. I want to just kind of walk around barefoot, feel the crunch of the sand, the amazing bits of just shells and grass and hard sand and soft sand, that little bit of hard warmth that is on the top, and then the the sifting of, of your toes into the sand where you feel little cold bits touching it. And just be a part of that. Let it all take you in. Feel it in the, the, the middle of your foot, all the way from the front of your toes, all the way through the middle, through the back of your heel. The breeze is blowing the sand ever so much so. Not so much that it's it's blowing in your face. The the sand is blowing in your face, but the, the breeze is cooling, calming. You feel you feel it whip past the sides of your ears, and over your nose, and over your lips, and past your chin, and your brow, and your forehead, and if you have it, hair. <laughs> and just just breathe. Feel that gorgeous medicinal fragrance. There's a slight thunderstorm in the distance. You can see the lightning from the clouds hit the water from a far, far away. And five minutes go by and you hear the boom of thunder. The rain starts to slowly kind of curtain itself down as it goes. And you find yourself taking a towel and putting it over your head and your shoulders as you just stand there in the rain on the beach. And it's just beautiful. All those things you work towards all week and all month and all years are just to have this this moment of complete bliss and partial isolation and no rain or thunder from a distance is going to stop you from just enjoying it. You hear the slush of the waves as they hit the beach and the sound of the foam, the, the, the sigh of the air bubbles being released from the water. Everything is bliss. Everything is beautiful. You find yourself just sitting on the beach in the sand while the rain's going on with a towel over you. To get to the point where you realize the towel's pointless, so you just put the towel by the side of you. You just sit in the rain. And it's just beautiful. Remember your breathing. You dig your toes in the sand a little bit to feel the cool. You hear the seagulls. And everything is just, just blissful. Yellow water bottle beside you. 
preferably something recyclable and reusable. Take the lid off, take a nice cool sip. The refreshing, just life giving liquid nourishes your insides. And as the rain hits you, all your stress just slowly starts to beat off of you and be washed back into the ocean to be churned, recycled, and then brought back as pure energy. Stay on the beach as long as you want. Just pause the video. Just breathe. Listen to all the softness. The strength of the ocean, but no haste in its strength. It's just overflowing. Slowly get up, walk back to the, to the boardwalk, to the town, wherever you are, wherever you visualize. You go and get yourself a healthy snack. And you go home and you take a nap. All is beautiful. So that's it. Yeah, it's uh, episode 108 of the Painter Files podcast. I'm Joar Blake, as you will know. Um, please like, subscribe, and comment, and leave a review on Apple Podcast if you can for the podcast. Every time anybody does that, I mean, it makes it easier for people to find us, and we can reach a stronger, you know, base as it goes. Um, if you have any comments or questions or anything of that nature, um, you can always reach me at the Painter File Podcast at gmail.com which is the official email for this podcast okay i love you galeras thank you for all that you do all the ways you go have a beautiful week and i will see you next time painter out ciao this intro by the way was made by a artist on fiverr called the infamous one i'll put the link in the description uh makes great podcast intros and outros, uh, very affordable, listened really well to what I wanted, and gave me something really beautiful. So thank you, and have a good week. Ciao.